0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, August 15, 2023, and this is day 1973 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get Started. Father, we thank you and praise you and honor you. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up, not just from our natural sleep, but from our spiritual sleep. Some of us may be spiritually need a spiritual awakening. And I thank you so much, my Lord, for uh, infusing in us uh, our the the zeal that you have given us so that we will have that excitement again about you and that we will be revived. I thank you so much, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Men, Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is it's time for revival. Yep, it is time. It's time to be revived. We're coming out of 2 Kings chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. 2 Kings 18, 1 through 8. And it says, in the third year of Hosea, son of Elah, king of Israel. Hezekiah, son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father did, just as his father David had done. He removed the high places, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the Asherah poles. He broke into pieces the bronze snake Moses had made, for up to that time, the Israelites had been burning incense to it. It was called Nehemiah. Nahashton. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after him. He held fast to the Lord and did not stop following him. He kept the commands the Lord had given Moses. And the Lord was with him. He was successful in whatever he undertook. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and did not serve him. From watchtower to fortified city, he defeated the Philistines as far as as Gaza and its territory. And I'm going to end it there because I want to hone in on the things that Hezekiah did to... Um, do away with the evil that the people have began to embrace that caused them to be lulled to sleep. So let's go to point number one. Number one, so what is revival for believers? What does that mean? Revival refers to a spiritual reawakening from a state of dormancy or stagnation in the life of a believer. It encompasses the resurfacing of a love for God, an appreciation of God's holiness, a passion for his word and his church, a convicting awareness of personal and corporate sin, a spirit of humility, and a desire for repentance and growth in righteousness. Revival invigorates and sometimes deepens a believer's faith opening his or her heart, her eyes to the truth in opening let, let me go back opening his or her eyes to the truth in a fresh new way it generally involves the connotation of a fresh start with a clean slate making a new beginning of life lived in obedience to God. Revival breaks the charm and power of the world, which blinds the eyes of men and generates both the will and power to live in the world, but not of the world. So often, we as believers can fall into a rut as we go through our day-to-day regimen like robots, in order to counteract this, we need regular um, revitalization uh, spiritually, which restores every part of our being mentally and physically. If you think about it, we naturally revive our homes, our yards, our cars, our clothing, even our relationships. Through vacations and other types of recreation. We need to use similar concepts to revive our spiritual man, taking time out to renew and reawaken our love for the Lord. We talked about this yesterday um, how uh, the Lord spoke about how the church had become lukewarm, how the believers had become lukewarm. And how, uh, in at the Church of Laodicea, and he said we needed to uh, wake up uh, into some of the churches. We we need to be revived. We need to be refreshed, basically, and that's what can happen to anyone. You know, um, I've had to be reawakened, <laughs> restored myself, and revitalized, and I have to shake myself and recognize that you know what, I'm I'm kind of. I need, I need some refreshing, (laughs) you know, uh, we don't want to get stale. It's kind of like, I think about, um, a bottle of pop, uh, soda. And, you know, when you first open it, it is full of fizz and it's just wonderful. And then after, let's say, for example, you leave that lid off of it for too long, it loses all of its fervor. It no, it goes flat. It no longer has that fizz or bubbles. And that's what can happen to us. We can go flat, and we need to be revived. Um, and that's what revival's about. Point number two: Hezekiah, Hezekiah did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Here are some of the things he did to revive God's people. One, he removed the high places, and that re- that represents uh, worshiping the um, well, the Canaanites and other nations would worship the heavenly bodies and their idols up on hills and mountains and and uh, artificial elevations. Uh, that's how they would worship these idols. Two, he removed the Asherah poles. And Asherah was Baal's uh, female, Consort, so Baal was the number one idol that the people worshipped back then, and then uh, one of its counterparts was the Asherah, um, the Asherah pole uh, poles, and um, this one was Mother Goddess of the Sea, who was worshipped by means of wooden pillars that substituted for sacred trees. Uh, So the people began to worship these wooden idols. Then he got rid of the bronze snake. Now, this was made by Moses to cure the Israelites of the bite of venomous snakes. That's in Numbers 21, verses 4 through 9. It had demonstrated God's presence and power and had reminded the people of his mercy and forgiveness. But it had become an object of worship instead of a reminder of whom to worship. You see how we, we too uh, can fall into these traps. I'll get to that. Um, So these types of worship are imitations by our enemy, Satan, trying to be like God. But as a created being by God, he can't do anything like God. So... He entices people to worship things created by God, such as Himself. He wants that worship, and as a believer, we know better. We know that He is our enemy, and uh, we are not to worship Him. But he, this is what he tries to do, rather than than so trying to get us to worship the created things of God, um, uh, rather, rather than. Um, God himself, the creator of all things. We should be worshiping the creator, not the created. We are just as guilty when when God no longer holds first place in our lives. When we think more about wealth, pleasures, prestige, material or material possessions than we do about God. We are actually worshiping them as God. You know, I I remember, uh, you know, years ago when my husband and I first, uh, we started dating and then we were, uh, and then later we got married at 19 and, and we weren't saved though. But, you know, I remember how we truly worshiped uh, going out on the weekends. We had no inclination about putting God first or even knowing him. Um, This is not a a good example of being revived, but the example that I want to share with you is how much I remember uh, my husband would wipe on his car all the time and it would be shiny and beautiful (laughs) worshiping that car. For me, I would go shopping all the time, worshiping more so just uh, having something exciting to do and and buying things, uh so gathering things until we came to know Jesus, oh my goodness, things changed then God became number one, and I realized that all these things that I was putting before him meant nothing, and then there were other stints in my life where we lost things that, you know, began to be important to us. And God said, no, they're not. And we ended up losing those things and drawing even closer to the Lord. Oh, but when we cleanse ourselves from the evil things we've taken on from this world, we are made new. We are refreshed, ready to accomplish everything God has called us to do. We're now walking in the favor of God again. It's time for revival in our own house, the temple of God. It's time to clean house, just like Hezekiah did, before it is too late. These, my friends, are the last days. And God is making it really clear that we need to be revived. We need to be refreshed. Some of us have begun to compromise our faith, uh, uh, become complacent in our faith. And God is saying, get up, get busy, get back to putting him as number one. I'll never forget my stepdad. Uh, He and my mom had started a church together, Good Samaritan Christian Center. And uh, the Lord uh, dealt with his heart. Uh, He had uh, become uh, a Mason and uh, he had been that for years. And then once he became a pastor and and began to see some things that weren't right and how, you know, it was like this competition between them and God. And and uh, he ended up getting rid of all the things that pertained to that organization because it was something that uh, in his eyes, uh, that was more about worshiping a man, putting a man before God. So he got rid of the hat. He got rid of all the stuff that came along with it. Even though there are many people that, you know, belong to these organizations. and uh, But some of them, if we're not careful, even fraternities and sororities can begin to be more of uh, something where we're worshiping a person. Uh, more so, and it gets in the way of us worshiping God, you know, uh I remember a time when God showed us uh we had been and this was after we were saved. this was years ago when you people would video movies uh and you'd buy them, they were considered bootleg movies, you know and uh and music uh dirty books, things like that, stolen clothes uh that Uh, Someone might be selling out of their home and they were considered boosters. They would steal. This was years ago. And I remember going to people's house, one young lady's house that actually went to the church (laughs) that I belonged to. And she was selling clothes. I never asked her where she got them from. But uh, the Lord put on my heart that, you know what, this isn't right. These are stolen. And when God shows you something, you need to do something about it. And I ended up, I stopped, I stopped going, I stopped buying, I got rid of the movies that were not legal. I got rid of the music that was not legal. These are, this is stolen things. These are things that, you know, God would not have us to do because it's lying, cheating and stealing. So we need to really check ourselves. I mean, I'm talking about things like that, that we may think are just very minute. They don't really matter, but they do matter to God. So God is saying, it's time to clean house, get rid of all the stuff that we have been putting before him. Uh, by, you know, whether it be that we are um, putting more emphasis on those things or whether it be by the fact that we know it's something wrong. And that, again, is taking away from uh, us truly honoring God and truly being righteous before the Lord. So check yourself. God will ask God to show you. He will. Oh, I promise. (laughs) He shows me every day anything. And I'm very grateful for that because that's true love. That's that's the love of God. He loves us so much. He disciplines us and he lets us see. And if we don't deal with it immediately, it will begin to fester. You know how our parents would say, you know, don't let the uh, anthill grow into a mountain, something like that. If we don't deal with it right away, it will fester, it will grow. And then before we know it, we are, you know, so uh, delusion by this, that we, we don't even see it, uh, as clearly, uh, we're, we become blinded and God is saying, remove the blinders, let the scales be removed today and open your eyes and see what it is that God is showing you that needs to be revived in your life. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and nine says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Men And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community. Teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human and sex trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. We thank you all so much for your support, your prayers, and your donations.